The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Wednesday, July 13th. Oh, just a day before Bastille Day, Mark. And they were setting up all the stands in Paris for that. Thank God I'm not there for that. You know, I mean, really. And uh, you'll be happy to know that we are well into our groove. We've got our groove back. And that means we want to hear from you. If you've got a financial question, just go to the JillOnMoney.com website. Click the Contact Us button. Let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. While you're there, why don't you check out all the cool stuff that's there? Anything new coming on the website, Mark? Oh, yeah. I got to get my book stuff to you. I think that we finally got the actual PDF of the new cover. So it'll look good. Really good. New book coming out. Very exciting. Jan of 23. But you can pre-order it very soon. You know how much I was talking about the bike ride? It's going to shift into the book. So we're going to go bike ride to book and I'll be shilling for that for a long time. I'm sorry to tell you guys, but you know what? We'll still take your questions. You take priority. Today, we are talking to Jersey Jack. He's from New Jersey. Jack, welcome to the program. What can we do for you? Oh, hi, Jill. How are you? Um, I've been listening to the podcast for several weeks now, and I was actually very curious to reach out and explain a few of my circumstances and then uh, get uh, some guidance. Okay. First of all, what do you mean several weeks? You haven't, you never found us before this? How'd you find us? Uh, I, I like to do walks along the boardwalk and so forth. And I've just recently had gotten involved in listening to a number of different podcasts and uh, some of them related to my alma mater, some of them related to retirement. And uh, I came across yours and have been very interested since. Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you so much. And and we appreciate that. So, Jack, what's going on? How can we help you out? So a little background information. Uh, I'm 59 years old, retired federal employee, uh, about 37 years or so. Uh, I currently work for a major government defense contractor. So I'm quasi-retired, shall we say. My wife is 57 and she's been self-employed for about 20 years now. Wow. Um, I have. So wait a second, you're a retired federal employee, so you have a pension right now? Correct. Yes. And how much is that? That's $60,000 a year. And as the government contractor, how much are you earning? 
about 220K. Whoa. Oh, my God. And then your wife's self-employment, how much does she earn? Uh, per the book, 60K a year. Okay. That's a lot of cash, man. That's that's good. And, and so what do you think you need to live on out of all of that moolah? Uh, based on the analysis that I've done over the years, I'm going to say uh, probably about 13K uh, a month. I use 15K in a lot of the calculators and so forth I do because there are expenses that we're going to have to uh, incur when my wife uh, closes her business because, you know, there are some shared expenses and things like that there. Okay. Very good. And as a government contractor, what kind of retirement plan are you using through that income? Because obviously the pension is, it's on its own, but what about the 220? Are you making any contributions to a retirement plan? Yes, I have, uh, you know, I have the standard 401k thrift savings plan through uh, my federal employment. And then I have uh, another 401k that I started with my current employer, which is currently a traditional. How much is in there right now in the tradition, the current traditional 401k? Okay, so uh, just so I know which ones we're talking about here in my 401 TSP government, it's about about 1.5, 1.6 million dollars. So one and a half, 1.6 in the TSP. Your current retirement account is about 45k. Does your wife make contributions to some sort of retirement plan through that self-employment income? Yes, she has uh, a traditional IRA and a SEP, which is about 250 thousand dollars combined. Combined. Okay, got it. Money in the bank. I have about. Um, I have. I have. Well, non-retirement funds. I have about two hundred twenty-five in a in, uh, in a brokerage account. I got about another hundred twenty-five in bank accounts. Uh, Seventy-five in a five twenty-nine for one of my daughters who's just going to start going to school uh, next year. Rutgers, I hope. You bet it. Very good. How much does Rutgers cost in state? Uh, I will say that it's probably going to cost me about $100,000 less for her to go to Rutgers than uh, some of the other out-of-state schools that she was looking at. But that's not exactly what I asked. Okay. How much does it cost? (laughs) About $25,000 a year. Okay. So you still have a little bit. And is that your only child attending school? Attending school, yes. Okay. And, And you said next year, right? Yes. So you can pay for... Obviously, you can pay for some of this out of cash flow because you have the cash flow, right? And yes. uh, okay, good. So that's pretty much it'll. We'll spend that down, and it's taken care of for her college, which is great. What other assets? How about a house? Um, I have uh, two properties. I have a primary residence that's worth about about one point two, one point three million dollars, and I owe about one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars at two point five percent. I got about five years left. You have a, a, a vacation home or a rental property? I have a rental property in New York City that's probably worth a little shy of, uh, well, it's about 900K. And uh, I get about $3,000 a month rent and my expenses are about $1,000 a month. Wow. Is there a mortgage on that rental? Uh, none. And you plan to keep it? Is that something that you want to do? Right now, that, I, I think that I, I kind of look at it as like a chip right now going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to keep it simply for the rental income. But, uh, you know, there's some different options as far as whether to possibly sell it and use it for some retirement funding to pay some other things. I have one of my daughters that has a, you know, a little chunk of uh, student loan debt based on some additional schooling she planned and, planned and a few things that we have uh, had the first time around. 
So that's one option. I got, you know, between the three girls, we have marriage and all these other things to worry about and so forth. So uh, a, you a know lot what? You don't have to worry about that. They have to worry about that. You know what I'm saying, man? Okay, wait. You got three girls. How old are they all? Uh, 28, 25, and 18. Wait, 28, 25, and 18? Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. Who has the debt? 28 or 25-year-old? 28-year-old. How much debt is there? About 80K. All right. So 18-year-old going to college. So we have that. What do you think is like the game plan for you and your wife in terms of retirement and when you really think you're going to step back? My game plan has always been uh, to retire when my youngest gets out of college. Now, that may include some type of phased retirement or something like that, but that, that's been kind of the strategy. I don't expect us to downsize too much if my daughters stay in the area because we're a very close family. So I think we, we enjoy the, the house and the, the different facilities and things like that in the area. Mm-hmm. So, you know, possibly purchasing something as a second place or renting down in Florida, you know, because I've become to like the snowbird concept more and more as I get older. Mm-hmm. So you're saying like at age 63, essentially, you'll be done, done or at 63, then scale back. Uh, I would say more likely like 64. The question I might have is probably trying to wait until I hit my full retirement age at 67 before I pull any Social Security out. Right. uh, Because there's a large difference there. Yeah. Um, What's the 67? What's the full retirement benefit? uh, It's about 40K a year. So you got the 40, the 60 from the pension, and then you got this other, let's say, 25-ish from the rental property. So yeah, you got a lot of my, money that's coming in. Yeah, plus my daughter will, excuse me, my daughter, my wife will probably be getting somewhere around 20, 25K in Social Security as well. Uh, so we're getting pretty close here on the money. So that sounds good. What else do I need to know about this situation? Do you guys have like old life insurance? You got estate documents? You got long-term care? What's going on in the other other stuff. Okay. Life insurance, we're, we're pretty well set. I have about $2 million in life insurance on me, 700K on my wife across different federal employee retirements, current employer retirements, third party. Uh, my wife's got a little whole, whole life thing. So I have a strategy with respect to that. Estate planning, I got all my uh, wills, living wills, powers of attorneys, things like that. The the biggest uh, thing is I also have a special needs trust, a New Jersey ABLE account for my middle daughter who is uh, disabled. Okay, got it. Oh, and so you really did, you've gone that, that route, you've had the special needs trust, you got it established, so that's good. So how does that, how does her presence in your life in terms of retirement? How does that influence your decisions around retirement? Uh, well, that's the, the main concern or question I have. I, I can't necessarily just go off of, uh, you know, just basic numbers as much as making sure I, I have all my bases covered for her because the strategy right now, while we don't have guardianship for her, I, I foresee her to be financially and socially dependent on us for the rest of our lives. So, so I've done things like, for example, I've gone ahead and declared her through my federal employment to be eligible for health ins- my health insurance coverage after age 26. Okay. Um, so between that and Medicaid, she's well covered there. I, n- I need to learn more about as she progresses older and so forth. But the question is, I think she's going to be living with us. So I'm, prob- I'm going to need to account for not only my 
you know, getting through my life, but then what do I need to her do life. to lessen the burden on my other children and, right. and make things comfortable for her? Right. And what about the other girls? Like, should we be really thinking like, look, she's the number one priority and we've got to make sure she's got enough money and that whatever is left after that would be available for the other two? Do they know that? And if, and is that your intention? I, I think the two of them, uh, based on how well they've done uh, through through their lives so far, I, I, I'm comfortable with respect to their uh, their independence uh, and growth. So I, I don't want to say who's if anything is more important than everything, but not only is taking care of my middle daughter important to her, but obviously is important to to them as well. Mm-hmm. So for, mm-hmm. for different reasons, for various reasons. So that, that's um, like, I would put it that way. Okay. And they're close. And so that's good. So what you are sort of considering is let's just make sure we back up. You got all this money, which is great. You've got the house. Great. You need to keep the house to make sure she can live with you. Do you think she will need some care that you would need to pay for? Like, for example, Today you're 60, you're fine. But in 15 years, does she need more care that you would that you would not be able to provide? That that's kind of one of the challenges. She's very high functioning. She's got a part-time job, but you know, I think there's always going to need to be some assistance there based on how well she's been doing. Uh, I I'm anticipating that to be less and less, but you know, there's there's the unknown there. Okay. So I, I think the answer to that is yes, but at a smaller amount, more from more from making sure that she has the housing and and whatever you know additional right. daily supports and so forth, but. Okay. So big picture, you have the 60, you guys will have social security of let's call it another 60 between the two of you. So you have 120 coming in. Okay. And then I'm not even including the rental for a second, because I do think you may want to have that rent. You may want to sell that rental. You have then a million and a half, one, seven, five, to, so you've got just over $2 million in assets, invested assets, right? And then you have the 900000 in the rental. I mean, look, the rental income's okay, but nine hundred grand is a crap load of money. And to say to yourself, like, after expenses, I'm making twenty five grand on 900000 is not like a fantastic yield. It's not like you're, do you know what I mean? Like, so it may be just especially in this scenario where you might want to free up cash, that this could be something that's a good thing to sell. And I'm just saying, maybe if you are looking down the road at 64 to 67, you know what this argues. This means that you, those three years, you're going to need some extra money to spend. And look, if you have some free cash flow now and you want to help out your oldest daughter with some of that debt, that seems fine to me. I don't see like that doesn't seem like a bad thing at all. If you want, you know, I mean, you've got more money than you need right this second. So how quickly do you think that you'd like to start helping your 28 year old? I would like to do that this year. The only the one of the questions is uh, we're kind of anticipating that uh, we'll be hearing wedding bells in the next uh next couple of years or whatever it is. So there's uh, some questions there as far as uh, 
where to help or what are, where we can help. I'll put it that way. Uh, well, so, I mean, look, you know, you can help, but you've got to You're going to have to pull back on putting money away in retirement. It's just going to leave you less money. So, again, knowing you have that nine hundred thousand dollar asset that you could pull the trigger on at any time makes me feel more comfortable saying, like, sure, go spend some money or don't save as much money in your current retirement account that has $45,000 and just like pull back and say, all right, I won't, I'm not going to put as much money in there. Just think of it this way. Between now and age 64 in these five years, you've got two big bills. One is potential wedding and two is paying down that debt, right? And whatever extra money 18 year old needs for college. So you just need to come up with that money. So maybe it's just that the current, that, that maybe your pension right now that you're receiving, you say, all right, for the next five years, I'm going to take that money and I'm going to pay down the debt and sock that money away for a wedding. The only thing I don't have that I think is the biggest question is long-term care insurance. Do you really need it? Let's think about that because you'll have a pension. Is your pension a survivor or is it just based on your life? No, I have a survivor. She gets 50%. You know, when, when well, presuming, okay. So if you can liquefy that asset of the apartment, then you don't need it. If you keep that asset, then you might need it. So if you're always willing to sell the rental, then you're you're fine. Then you don't need long-term care insurance because then you have plenty of money. You're sort of in that like I've got more than two and a half million dollars and I don't and I'm self-insuring. If you want to look into it, you can get some some base coverage. It's just a god awful amount of money. It really is. But I don't think you need it. Mark, do you think they need long-term care? Uh, my insurance policy is that apartment. I know. That's what I keep thinking. So I like that apartment. I, I don't really think you need it. As long as you're willing to sell that apartment, that's your, that is the ace in the hole, if you will. Okay. All right. All right. That, that, I, I, and no house and no that. house. You're not buying a house in Florida, by the way. You can rent. That's fine. But no buying a house. No, no, no. You will not be owning three residences. Okay. Oh, okay. Unless you say I'm selling Jersey, we're all moving down. You, your wife and your daughter are moving to Florida then it works. But you're not doing that. You just said you're not going to do that. Go rent Go rent a place for a month. Oh, it's entertaining, entertaining a, uh, just a condo unit or something like that. But What do you uh, mean just a condo unit? Do you know how much that is? I need you to have liquidity. You cannot afford, in your situation, you cannot afford to take a chunk of your money and pop it into some dopey condo in Boca West where you're like, oh, it's nice to be a snowbird. And I don't have that 600 grand that I need for you. You hearing that? That's no, the dream I'm, I'm crusher. Again, you tell me you're going to sell the apartment and you're saying, oh, I'm going to buy a really cheap little place in Florida for 300 grand, which you can't find anymore right now anyway. And I'm going to take the other 600 grand. I'm going to put it in with my non-qualified money, my account. And now I'm going to have 825 grand in there and I'm all good. You don't have enough liquidity to take a big hundreds of thousands of dollars out of this current situation and buy another place. You just don't. If you want to replace one of those illiquid assets with a different illiquid asset, I'm okay with it. But be very careful. Liquidity is your friend. You are young. You are not planning for 35 years of your future. You're planning for 35 years of your future plus another 50 years for your daughter's future, right? So we got to be careful. Did I bum you out? No, no, no. I'm okay with that. I, I really was thinking uh, about 
getting rid of if I, if I was to do anything down in Florida, I would probably be doing something with either selling or significantly downsizing uh, one okay. of the other two properties. All right. Fair enough. Then we're on the same page, man. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. We're friends again. Anyway, thank you very much for calling. I hope we helped you. You got all your state stuff done and give us a holler back if we've missed anything. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you very all much. Right. Good luck. Thank you so much for um, discovering us and giving us a call. We really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I look forward to listening to more. All right. Excellent. Jersey Jack live here at the Jill on Money show. If you would like to join us, just go to JillOnMoney.com. Click the contact us button. Let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. Mark does everything else. Don't forget that we've got another broadcast. It's called Ion Money. You can check that out as well. Okay. So do lift someone up today. It will make that person feel so good. It will make you feel good. It's those the metaphorical hands on your back. It makes you feel loved and cared for. So do that right now. That would be great. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.